Hey there, sweet sister. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I'm so glad you're here. So for those of you who have been following for a little while, I certainly hope that you are already a member of our Facebook group. It's a private group called Free and Favored. And if you are new to the podcast, then I want you to go ahead and pause what you're doing right now and hop on over there. We have lots of fun up in there. We've got Transformation Tuesday posts. I do challenges in there. There are sometimes giveaways. Holla at your girl and lots of fun things that happen there. So pause what you're doing right now and then come back and hit play. Grab your notebook and get ready for some fun. Hey, sweet sister. Welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. All right, guys, welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I am Franny, and I have some very, very special guests with you here today. So I am going to welcome Mr. Todd and Miss Jean Clark. They are a married couple. And if you listened to last week's episode or earlier episode this week, you probably heard a little bit of the story. I am going to give a quick little disclaimer that I am dog sitting and there might be dogs barking in the background and that we are not using all the proper audio equipment. So it might sound a little bit differently tonight um, versus other episodes that you may have heard, but I am so excited to introduce Todd and Jean. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you, you Franny. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys are here. So I'm going to just give a very like 30,000 foot overview, very quick in, um, overview in case someone didn't listen to the show last week. But I was actually a first responder on scene and I saw Todd, um, gosh, it was seven years ago now. They just reminded me how long ago it was um, of a bike accident. So I'm going to ask Todd to kind of break in and kind of catch us up to speed on what was going on that day. Like he set out from his house and then kind of what was going on. And then all of a sudden he woke up several days later in a hospital. So I'm going to get a little bit of his story and then we're going to kind of ping pong between him and Jean and get a little bit of her story. But let's just remember you guys that this focus this month is on eternity. So I want you to really be thinking about the lens of eternity as we hear this story today and then really thinking about it in your own life too. So I'll ask some questions and you know, I feel that you know, to lead a noteworthy life, you have to take notes. So if you are on the other side listening to this today, have your notebook ready because I know there's going to be some great information in here. All right. So Todd, why don't you go ahead and start off by um, telling us a little bit about that day from what you remember from the beginning. And I'll apologize in advance because it's seven years ago, but sometimes it it still is emotional. So they're, they're, you know, but I'll do my best here. Um, Yeah, that I'm, I remember pretty clearly the beginning of that day and it, it was a Sunday. We were hanging out with the family and we made a big trip. We, we went out to, <laughs> we went, okay, we went out to eat, we went out to lunch, to steak and shake. And the sad part we'd laugh about is that would, would have been my last meal on earth, uh, <laughs> steak and shake. So I have never been back to steak and shake since that day. But, so much uh, for the last supper. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but we, 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 went shopping that day. And I remember like feeling antsy 
while we were out shopping, um, the kids were with us and we, I, had, I just purchased a, a road bike uh, off, a, off a Craigslist. And so I, it had been sitting in the, in the basement for about two weeks. I hadn't even ridden it yet. And so it was a beautiful day. Um, and it was getting a little bit later. I think it was after six o'clock. We we're still leaving Costco and I'm like driving home. And I just, I'm going to take that bike out when I get home. I just, I really feel like I need to go on that bike ride today. It's a gorgeous night. It's like perfect for it. And everyone's like, yeah, cool. So I, we got home, unloaded groceries and I had bought a new outfit, right? For my bike. And I put on this bright yellow shirt and new biking shorts and shoes. I got my bike out and um, I'm going down the driveway and Jean comes out and she's like, Hey, Todd, wait, wait, I want to get your picture. She's like, you look so cute. And I'm like, he looks so cute. In that outfit. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah. Seven years ago. And so, and I, I just turned around and I said, you know what? I really feel like my window's closing. My, my window of opportunity is closing here. I just want to go. Okay. And so she's like, okay. So I gave her a quick kiss and, and away I went. And, um, and this chain of events started that uh, were, you know, the only thing I could really relate it to is it's just a pure miracle, uh, a miracle chain of events that, that God set in motion that I normally would have said, yeah, sure, go get your camera and um, take a picture. I would have waited three more minutes for this to happen, um, at which point I would have missed you completely that day, you know. Um, and so many things wouldn't have transpired to pull me through that day. So uh, th that's about the last thing I remember. I remember turning the corner, riding down the driveway, turning the corner, driving past the library, and uh, and that that's pretty much it. I was I, I know that I was heading one direction when I left, and the the reports that I was coming the the opposite direction toward my house when I when I had the cardiac arrest. So I must have known something had happened, but that's pretty much all I remember from that day, you know. Okay, okay. And Dean, do you want to give like kind of, I know obviously he just gave a little bit of the detail about what you had said and things like that, but was there anything about that part of it or even, you know, during the accident and whatnot that you yeah. want to share a little bit about? Um, well, we, you know, when we were, um, I was home with the kids, you know, and, um, and I had made dinner and he, um, and we made a plate for him because he wasn't going to be home because he took a bike ride. So um, we were watching Ninja Warrior, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, it was a it was a while before, but you know, it was still the amount of time that it could have taken him to go on a bike ride. So um, then, you know, there was a policewoman that came to the door and told me that. Um, that, you know, does your husband have a cardiac history? And I said, no. And she said, well, something happened and, you know, and, and he is on his way to the hospital, whatever. And, and the kids were behind me and really upset because they heard what the policewoman said. And um, yeah, so, and then Todd was on his way to the hospital. So my neighbors came over and I, um, I then went to the hospital to be with Todd, you know, um, but mm -hmm. The one thing I forgot to share was uh, in the first episode was about how when I first arrived on the scene, I saw Todd's um, phone on his left arm. I believe it was your left arm. You may have had like your arm band on yeah. the phone in it. Yeah. And I remember I picked out the phone and I saw, I think you had a screensaver at the time of your family on yeah. there. 
And I remember, and I, I called the first number or whatever, the number that was on there. And then I was like, what do I say to this person? And in the meantime, I had already had my phone going and it was resting on your chest because I was, you know, listening and looking to see if your chest was rising as a 911 caller, because I had no clue where I was. I was on a bike ride myself down there through peninsula, you know, on the outskirts of Cleveland. And so I was not familiar with that area. So I was like, I don't know. They're like, what road are you on? I'm like, I don't know, you know, so it was kind of crazy. So and then Jean, I remember that you said afterwards, you know, when we did meet and everything in terms of, um, you said like, we got this call, but he never right. said anything, right? Right. I know. I'm like, was that Todd? Was that Todd calling me to tell me that he doesn't feel good? Like, you know, I, and I saw it way later, you know, I didn't realize that, that he had called, but it was like, it was part of a clue though, for us, because, you know, we, I was thinking like Todd was maybe, you know, totally fine then, or at least still like alive but that I knew that you know how long he had been down like we were looking at the times and I was able to tell doctors actually like you know well I got a call at this time I wasn't sure if this was him but it, it seemed like it was him so and it was around the time he went down because you called so it was kind of a good clue for everybody to know how long it had been. Well, it's just a reminder, you guys, because I saw Todd veer off of the road. Like he was in front of me, probably good 20 or 30 feet, but like, I saw you go off. You were wearing a yellow outfit. Like I remember, you know, like there was so much about it that I remember. Um, And, you know, it just goes to show like the right time, the exact right time, the exact right place. You know, there were other cars who passed by me as I pulled over on the side of the road, you know, and so just an opportunity for people, you know, if you're ever thinking like, if you see something, you know, you hear, you see something, say something that is the honest God's truth, right? You see something, do something about it. So yeah. it's an opportunity. Yes. we'll kind of fast forward then, because obviously you went to the hospital, Jean, you, you then showed up at the hospital and then kind of bring me to the, the moment of your awakening, if you will, like, and kind of what was going on, maybe Jean on your end, as you're sitting there watching, you know, this unfold over the course of almost a week, right? Um, yeah, it was it was a few days, but in, initially we were at the hospital when he was brought to the ER, and they told me that he was brain dead. They told me his pupils were fixed and dilated, and that he probably wouldn't wake up. But you know, we were waiting and seeing, and and then there were several things that had happened. Um, you know, we had him transferred to another hospital, and then um, he got pneumonia. You know, he had so many complications, um, and then they pretty much said, hey. You know, like if he doesn't respond when we try to wake him up, then we're, we might not even do this catheterization to, you know, help him because he won't be okay, you know. So, um, so then, you know, in the court, there was a course of events that happened and he um, ultimately ended up waking up, you know, had and had a, uh, a stent placed and, you know, and recovered like 100%. So um, it was really amazing, you know, because really it was, it was several days of not knowing if he was going to wake up, you know, and really kind of preparing, you know, mentally preparing ourselves and really bringing the kids in to see him thinking, gosh, this could be the last time that they ever see him, you know? And so they would, they were like touching him, crying, you know, promising him they'd rub his feet every day and they don't, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who upheld that bargain? And yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody yeah. does. <laughs> this might be an opportunity to be, send a reminder. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Only remind them, we do. It's a small sacrifice to give <laughs> up, but I'll say for being here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Todd, yeah. do you remember any of that kind of that coming to or any of that, that, that moment in the hospital? I, I do remember the only thing I remember, like the first memory that I had was somebody gave me my, 
phone to, mm-hmm. to, to use, or I, I think I'd asked for my phone mm-hmm. and they gave me my phone and I had no idea how to operate it. Like, like I, I didn't, like, it was so confusing. I was just staring at it and touching it, but didn't know like the passcode or how to unlock it. And it was just really frustrating. So that was just kind of a scary thing. And then mm-hmm. somebody handed me a popsicle as well. And I couldn't <laughs> put it in my mouth. It just kept missing. Yeah. Like I, I had the, my motor functions weren't really up to speed at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was, but that, that didn't last yeah. very long. It was no. good. It was it, in the period of a couple of days, he was 100%. He was just yeah. a little bit, you know, like tippy yeah. when he'd stand or, you know, and we had to be careful of that, but, yeah. but then, yeah, ultimately like really in, in a few days, he was absolutely fine. So yeah. it was kind of amazing, you know? Yeah. And the, the, I mean, the one thing that I did want to touch on too, that, that I, it was the fact that you, you know, you, you took the time to stop and see if I was okay, which you were in a strange location by yourself. And I went off the road at the edge of the woods and crashed and you just selflessly kind of pulled off to check on me to see if I was okay. And obviously I wasn't okay. And you stayed, stayed there to, to help. And there was another gentleman who stopped, I guess he was a Marine right um it got me unclipped from my pedals with you with you and um to see if i was breathing or not which i wasn't at the time and then a, a third person drove by in a car thought that i had maybe been in a car accident so passed on the scene but then saw a police officer's car at the library local library just down the street that around the corner from my house and he pulled in to say that you know just to let her know that he, that there was an accident down the street. He thought that a bicyclist had been hit by a car. So this um, uh, officer Mettler, mm-hmm. she was y- young. She was just out of the academy, I think, and mm-hmm. on, on the join the police force in Peninsula it was her first assignment. And uh, she showed up and had the AED machine in her trunk, um, took over CPR, and was you know. So it's all in the seven minute window, which I was by myself on a Sunday, riding my new, brand new bicycle I'd never ridden before. Um, I told my wife that my window was closing. I felt like I really gotta go. I don't wanna miss my opportunity. And just felt like God had just like pulled all those strings and all those events and all those people together because you have about seven minutes of, if your lack of oxygen, you, you would end up having brain damage or you know, not, not survive the, the trauma. And, um, so for all of those things to just seamlessly come together, it's just really a miracle from God. And, it's, mm-hmm. you know. and, and one other amazing thing is it's the very first time he was on a road bike where normally he would be on oh, a yeah. mountain bike and he would be on trails and like right. hidden where no one would be able to see him if he went down. So, so that was kind of amazing. Like really like that if he was, you know, on a normal trail that he would be on and not yeah. on the road, he would be gone. I mean, there's no way. Yeah. someone would have seen that so that was kind of amazing and and now when we when we see people and right like when we see yeah. people and or like if someone pulls over to the side of the road like Todd and I are super extra aware of like is that person okay because because yeah. now we need to pay it forward right Franny like so somehow, somehow. Yeah, so, so like if anything if we would ever pass somebody up that needed us oh my gosh like like the whole like we would we want to like we don't want to find somebody that needs us but yeah. We are constantly looking around <laughs> to see if people are okay or whatever. Anyway, so that's kind of amazing. 
<laughs> well, that is remarkable. And I love how you're saying, Todd, like just the orchestration of all that, because again, yeah. God's, you know, hand was upon, even though, you know, he may not have been right there. He was there in every other way. Two yeah. things I want to share about that. One is, I don't know if you guys remember, but Liza, Liza Mettler, Officer Mettler yeah. went to Hathaway Brown, which is where I was a teacher. Yes. Oh, uh -huh. oh my gosh. Oh, okay, yeah. There was that. And then I just want to fill the audience in and the listeners in because the other thing about this, you guys, is when you're the first responder, I went home that night and I was shaken, obviously, because I had, I, after the AED, you know, we helped get your shirt off and all that and they cut it, you know, and everything. And then after that, like they take you away in an ambulance. And I don't know, like, I remember calling the hospital or calling, excuse me, the police department that night and yeah. saying like, do you know the status of this guy? And they're like, we can't share with you. I called the hospital. I was like, can I please speak with Todd? Like, I, cause I, yeah. <laughs> think you have, did you have an ID on you? I didn't know. I didn't know your name. Yeah, I usually I know my driver's license and my yeah, phone in that armband. Yeah. It's in there, but I don't think I like caught wind of it, like in my head. So anyways, though, I remember like, I don't know if this guy lived or died. So fast forward a week later, I was now back in the Hudson area. I had just gone from church and I was at Panera. I was meeting a friend and I was on FaceTime telling another friend about what had happened. Oh and yeah. Cause I put oh, out Facebook right. I thought, and then I met your neighbor. She like was like giving me the stink eye, like looking at me because I'm talking. <laughs> and she like finally comes over to me and she was like, "Are you talking about Todd Clark?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, I am." Yeah, I and then I was like so excited because you guys. So I'm saying all that because again, the orchestration of that. Most people yeah. never. I mean, unless you're in the police department, and even then, you know, most people never get to know the outcome. And it was yeah. just like. And then I, I sent, I think I sent cookies to you guys. I was like, and I just signed them. And I just said, you know, from your guardian angel or something. And then I put my phone number on there. Too bad, Todd, you weren't single. I'm just saying, cause that's <laughs> <laughs> I haven't given that out to many people. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I know, right? That would have been even better. <laughs> oh my gosh. Could you imagine giving him a kidney or something like this? Meant <laughs> so anyways, but I remember though, and then we met and again, no, well, not a lot of people have that opportunity. So just such a blessing. So all these ways. So you guys just shared, you know, obviously some takeaways and some things like that. Obviously it was a tragic event. The outcome could not have been more favorable. Like you said, you know, you had a few little glitches in terms of, mm -hmm. you know, maybe your motor skills or some things like that, but what are some of the other positive outcomes or some of the other ways in which this is, you know, positively influenced, you know, you, the two of you individually, the two of you as a couple, and perhaps your family, or even, you know, the, the next generation or the next, you know, sphere of influence in your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, right, right away, it was super, super like confusing. I, I think I went through a long period of like introspection where I was just like, had this burning question is like, why, like, why, why did you save me? What's the purpose? You know, like what, like I was looking for a very specific purpose that I needed to fulfill. And it felt like as soon as I could, like I wanted to make good on this second lease of life that I, I was given, you know, and so it, that, that was a hard thing to grapple with personally. Um, but I, you know, I, you know, I, through, through that, I actually went to see a, like a therapist to talk about this. And the one question that, that she posed, which was, I thought it was, it was great was she goes, well, what did, what if it's just enough to be there for your children, you know, and, and, and you just have to take like a step back and, and think about that. And, and, 
over these last seven years is what, what the one thing that just I'm so thankful for is like every holiday, every birthday, like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like weddings, uh, funerals. <laughs> yeah, he can just look, he can just look at like at the kids and just yeah. like get so choked up at like even the little, like the little things, but he's just so grateful that he's here, you know? Yeah, the first wedding we went to, I just could picture my daughter up there getting married and thinking mm-hmm. I would never seen that or mm-hmm. been there for that. And right. so it, it's made me take a step back and, and have an appreciation of things that I, I just, you know, you, you appreciate and you know that you do, but in a much more impactful way, a different magnitude. You know, I could walk outside and see a blue sky and, um, and just be completely at ease and just soaking that in, you know, just, and, and I could still do that some days, you know, it's, that's just enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I mean even doing something like this Franny is like yeah. a reminder to us because it's easy to forget like it's easy not forget but put yeah. it aside and like life happens you know life goes on and you're just like getting busy with everything you know happening yeah. with the kids whatever with everything but like really something like this just kind of makes us stop and just remember like oh my gosh like I can't even believe that happened Some, sometimes we just we can't even believe right. it. And, and then every year, you know, of course we do get to celebrate Todd's not dead day right. on the yeah. anniversary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a wonderful fun day for us because yeah. we're so appreciative that Todd isn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause we like him. <laughs> He's, we want to keep him around as long as we yeah. can. So I'm yeah. glad that God gave you that second go. And actually this episode will drop the same week that that happened. So it was seven yeah. years, almost to the week, you know, to the day the that day. it did happen. Yeah, Todd, if I, if I remember correctly, can you just loop me in? Because you're a twin. Yeah. Can you loop me in into how maybe that impacted? Because if I remember, there was, like you said, you had a step put in, but there was heart blockage and your brother as well, right? And this kind of alerted him to that. Yeah, well, so my father had a heart attack at age 50. Um, and then we, and my grandfather died of a heart attack. He had two heart attacks. And um, I think I, I know, I think he was um, 65 when he passed away. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the, the, the cardiologist had mentioned that when there's a strong family history of car- cardiac episodes, that, that they sometimes will show up like 10 years earlier in the next generation. So they're like, hey, if we were really monitoring this closely, you know, when you were 40, we would have started looking for this, you know, and Mm-hmm. So, and I was in my early forties when this happened. So it, it, that was kind of weird, but my, you know, my, my brother, he, he did get checked out from this and has, has had not, no issues to this day mm-hmm. from, you know, yet, yeah. which is we're thankful for, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But we certainly, he, Todd was 43. So a lot of our friends, you know, who are similar in age, they had physicals because you yeah. know I mean really it, it yeah. really made a lot of people think oh my gosh I should really go check get checked out because yeah. you know this was like such a shocker because Todd had no history like there was nothing that gave us any indication yeah. that anything like this would ever happen besides his family history you right. know but um but we so it made a lot of people go get get checked out for sure yeah um but well no and I think that's what's so great though too is because it's it kind of like spiraled where other people were like, wait, if it can happen to him, and yeah. so you know, it gave everybody else an opportunity to kind of keep their health in check too, or just to love their kids that much more that night or hug their kids, you know, I mean, as hard as that was. And again, we're very grateful that, you know, the outcome is so positive. So 
Just yeah. like, I'll just finish with one final question. Of course, if you have any Jerry Springer final moments you want to share with anyone, yeah. yeah. But just like, what is your, like, what would be the one thing that you would want to share with listeners or just if anyone who's listening, like, what would be like the one kind of nugget of knowledge or, you know, truth or, you know, piece of advice or something that you might share with people respectively, you know, with each other, with the group? Uh, um, well, you know, I, I do, I, I think that it's what it's driven home with me is like, it's just that it's really grace. I mean, it's, it's all about grace and mercy that has been bestowed on me. And it's just like a theme, like, you know, God's grace is given to us, um, and to everybody for salvation. And, and it's, um, it was a really pure example of just a, a moment of grace and mercy in, in my life. And just to be accepting of that, I guess it's, it's, it's hard to feel like such a, an amazing gift is just given to you. And, but it's also okay to accept that and to, um, you know, it, it can happen when you're least looking for it and don't even know that you need it, but uh, to have faith and, and trust and love in God that he, that he is there for you, even when you're not aware of it, I guess, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say because like you said too Jean like there's so many moments that we just take for granted you know and so like you said this was an opportunity for you to really you know trust God and, and look in and say okay Lord like I surrender like when you were going to your counselor and stuff like what if that's enough you know I mean like your your ministry is your home you know you're sorry your home is your ministry you know your family is your ministry and it's like there's maybe there's no other bigger purpose of what you're, what we're all looking for. You know what I mean? It's like, as I think mother Teresa says, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family, you know? And yeah, it's, yeah. that is what we're supposed to be doing. And, you know, I just, before we even hopped on this call and I'll just give you guys, you know, an unashamed plug for the wonderful parenting, you know, your kids are involved in life teen and your kids are involved in church and things like that. And the way in which they're just committing, you know, they're dedicating their time and energy into things that matter, you know, eternal rewards. And so such a testament to you guys and just your faithfulness and just, you know, your encouragement because somebody has to drive them, you know, kids don't get there on their own, especially at that age. So kudos to all of, you know, to both of you for doing that and raising those children up in the way that they should go. So that's such a huge blessing too. So thanks for Thanks. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. Unless you have any final thoughts, we will bid you farewell and just, you know, pray a blessing over you guys and your families as you continue to just prosper as your soul prospers, that you will get along in health as it tells us in three John two. And thank you so much for being here. What a blessing you guys are to us. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Thanks for Franny. having us, Franny. Thank, thank you. you.